Yes, sir. Okay. What up? Hey, I know you weren't expecting to just jump right in, but here we are. Hey, hey. guess what? Austin. Uh, what? Uh, we listened to the feedback, and uh, we decided that this episode is sponsored by guests. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's sponsored by uh, structure and guests, because no. if it's a third person that that joins the show, our shows are fire. If it's just us, it's OK. Yeah. I mean, hey, sometimes hey, if it's just it. us, I can, under, you know, maybe one or two episodes. Was, but if it's, you know, a third person, it's always not that maybe. What the kids say. Uh, right? By the way, today's guest is Brandon. Um, Brandon. He's my go-to That's guy. Um, if I want to talk, what, dude? Go-to guy for what? Gosh, man. If I'm trying, if I want to talk about, you know, deep stuff, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so he's. Your, let me. Let me. Let me. Uh, let me back up. He's your go-to guy. Yeah. To talk about deep. Stuff. Say, bro, yeah. I'm really not comfortable right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, hey, bro. <laughs> here's to give you, here's a, uh, I guess, uh, I, I didn't know this story until Brandon told me this story. Who is Brandon? And it's a story about me. Who is Brandon? Brandon. Stuart, what do you mean? That's what I'm saying. Let's introduce. Who oh, is Brandon? Like, uh, I mean, he's a good friend of ours. Yeah, he's, good friend. He's, he's a, part of the team. He's a marketing, uh, you know, connoisseur. Yeah. As well as, you know, a, uh, uh, you know, the, was it creative director of, yeah. uh, you know, Nelcram. Yeah. An idea machine. And, uh, I'm dabbing for all of you at home. Go ahead. Yes, okay. sir. I wanted you to actually hit one or you were a liar. Anyway, yeah, you got to hit him. I hit three. Okay. The dab is never dead. Yeah. But, uh, when I say I'm talking about like, if I want to talk about like, Aliens or oh no! Or, when it comes to conspiracies, yeah, this conspiracy is why he's here. Stuff. This is conspiracy day. Whatever day you're listening to it, boo yeah, we got it. Your yeah, mix you're of you're about to listen to <laughs> some conspiracies. Well, my I guess one of my first memories of uh, well, not my, not one of my first memories, but a memory I have of Brandon uh, from his perspective that he told me was uh, he went he goes to my church. He left for a while, I guess. Like eight and years. Yeah, he was gone for eight. <laughs> he was gone for eight years, apparently, and I didn't notice. <laughs> I thought he was there the whole time. You saw him I one Sunday, like thought hey, I was in the foyer. Yeah, yeah hey, bro. dude. I, I thought he was there the whole time. That and lets me know that your boy hasn't been going to service for eight years. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> so I saw him outside of church yeah. and this was my, the very first like conspiracy that I got into and that I could kind of get behind was Sandy Hook. Oh, we jumping in. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, no, we don't have what? To, no, what is the conspiracy of Sandy I, Hook? I don't, I really don't know. You don't know. Okay. We'll finish the story. Okay. And then we'll, and then just we'll like, go on I, the same. I would I, like Brandon to do it anyway. Cause uh, I forgot a lot of it. I just Sand, know that Sandy I Hook, think it's fake. Sandy hook is the shooting. Like, okay. The, it's like yeah, an elementary school, school elementary school shooting. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. What were you saying? Okay. So, uh, um, I just like watched a video on it and like, I guess I yelled from across the parking lot. First time he came back. Is that what you said? Yeah. This totally, is the first totally. time back, but. 
to me is the millionth time I saw him over the course of eight years. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo, Brandon, Sandy Hook, conspiracy or not? <laughs> like across is that the parking what you lot. Said? Yeah. yeah. You were walking out of the, the big like walkway, the grass there in the in the front. Hey Brandon, conspiracy is Sandy Hook conspiracy or not? And then I literally said, That's the this is my first time back in eight years, and that's the first thing you ask me. <laughs> I literally we yelled at it. I yeah. mean, did, did we did uh did you answer it? No, I just I took my kids and went to lunch. Oh, okay. Well, did, <laughs> I uh, like, I'm <laughs> 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 and I was like, and I'm back. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Well, Jeep I mean, a Jeter in moment. I mean, to be honest, that's probably the first thing I ever said to you ever. Any either way, right? I don't think we talked ever because I. Well, we just, I mean, the age gap. Yeah, it is what it is. We weren't like friends. Dang. Yeah, right? I mean, well, I mean, not in a bad way. <laughs> I was a yeah. yeah. I, you know who I was? I was, you know, Do the I? annoying, the most annoying little kid in uh, at it was, FCC. It was, probably it was definitely an age gap. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it was just a for sure. Circle of friends. It's just my my story of Brandon is I've known Brandon for over twenty years. Here is my story. I learned. I've this. known him twenty one years, dude. Oh, I say over. I don't know the exact. It's been a while. Yeah, I've I've we known him over. Well, like, it was twenty when this started, so now we can we can legit say over twenty years. or twenty one, or that our relationship yeah. can drink. Yeah, it's true. So what we did is that I've known him for twenty one years, and I've known him twenty two. Actually, I would I think about it. <laughs> nice. And, uh, <laughs> at least <laughs> I would say. At least 18 of those years, your boy thought he was Indian. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to everything. I literally said, hey, man. Let me get some chicken tikka masala. You got any uh, like, hookups <laughs> on some, that? You got some curry over there? Yeah, dude. I was like, I'm really interested in some like curry stuff. He was like, cool, bro. <laughs> of which I am down. I love Indian food. Yeah. <laughs> but he was like, he looked at me with a straight face. He goes, you do know that I'm Mexican, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, shut up, dude. <laughs> Dad, quit playing with That's me, like, bro. like, no, bro. Yeah. No, dude. <laughs> and uh, he, he said, uh, no, Mark, I need you to know <laughs> that I am Mexican. I go, bro, I've seen your mom, dude. Don't lie to me, dude. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Anyways, side note. Just story, funny story. Racist, that care. was that was awesome. I, I, I mean, I got a good kick out of that. I was there's zero offense level in that. Oh, dude, it yeah, was all out of love, dude. I, I really I, didn't know. Yeah, I, you know, the, 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 I don't see <laughs> racism, racism <laughs> out of love, dude. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be racist. The, the joke about it's out of love. I'm just kidding. The joke about me in uh, like college, I had a lot of other brown friends, and whatever their parent, uh, I wouldn't know they were brown. I don't see color, dude. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever their background was, their parents thought I was that. So the joke was just always I'm ethnic, non-specific. That's fair. Oh, very nice, dude. Yeah. Just the right color of brown. Word. And just for, you know, the snack pack, just so you know, he is Mexican. Yeah. Right. Right. You're Mexican, right? Yes. Dude, come on. You don't want to claim your other half? Just for the record, his last yeah, so name is Stewart. Stewart, yeah. So I'm definitely uh, on, dude. I'm mixed, yeah. So yeah, my, yeah. My, my dad's side is Scottish. My my great grandmother actually has a uh, 
family tree that was written out. It says Stewart's like 1880 something. That's sick. Just landed in uh, New York City from Scotland. I was like, oh snap! It's like my 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 lineage literally came to Ellis Island and oh sweet, like the movie Hitch, there. dude. Yeah, or like Gangs of New York. Oh, <laughs> that would too. <laughs> nah, man, I'm not into no rom-coms, dude. Nah, yeah, whatever yeah. he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you ashamed of Hitch? No, I'm not. It's one of my favorite movies Yeah, it's a time. great Shout movie. Out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is, dude. Yeah. Big guys like big guys that win in movies, so. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> so, yeah, Hitch is, uh, you know. All right, let's let's uh now we got it. Let's get into it, dude. Okay, walk me through what the media told us about Sandy Hook. Okay, I I, I want you. I I don't have much to say about. Yeah, so, I I want this to be like okay. Brandon Sandy Hook is first off an an incredibly touchy subject. Yes, um, it's always touchy when when children and violence against children is involved. Um, so Austin's acting a fool over here. So, you know, there's snickering. Um, whoa, <laughs> that was really close. <laughs> okay. So there's, it's, it's a very, so, okay. Yeah. And so I don't have a um, public service announcement. Yeah. This, this is not th- what, what we're about to discuss is not an endorsement of said conspiracies. No, this is what is said. Yes. Although I will put an asterisk on the event saying that this is one of the strangest events in American history because of the things that have actually documented happening, right? Not just the inference of things and what things actually were. Right. So, and and I'm going to keep it simple. Like, okay, so most people know about Sandy Hook and they have, the first thing to think of about Sandy Hook is, is Alex Jones, who's, you know, the radio conspiracy guy in Austin who sells you seeds and survival rations. Um, he was extremely convinced that there were, well, at a high level, that no, um, that was, how is this, that there was no loss of life. All right, so let me, here's, before we go into the, here is what the media, okay, said about <clears throat> Sandy Hook. So Sandy Hook occurred uh, December 14th, 2012 in uh, Connecticut, where a 20-year-old Adam um, shot and killed 26 people, including 20 children between the ages 6 and 7, and six adult staff members um, earlier that day before driving to the school. He also shot and killed his mother at their home, and the first responders arrived at school, and he committed suicide by shooting himself. Yeah, That is, uh, that incident uh, apparently remains the deadliest uh, shooting um, at either a primary or secondary school in U.S. history. Yeah. And it's, it's the fourth deadliest mass shooting overall is what that that's what happened. Yeah. On the face of it. I mean, it's obviously that that's a that's a horrible tragedy. Um, being the father of three children, I couldn't imagine what these parents went through. Um, that being said, there, there is still a large contingent. Now there, there's, there's just, there are, I don't want to say that they're like anomalies, but there are like, if you, if you look at these things and when people showed up and the distances that were covered, as far as going from the school to people that were running and finding shelter in houses, there's a lot of things that, that people would say that do not add up as, as far as just the distances. And there's, there's a lot of, and so because of that, and then. You know, some of these, like one thing, 
um, was there was, I think, a, a memorial page that was created for the shooting for the victims, but it was created before the event took place. And it's, it just leaked on accident? Well, because you can go to a page and find out when it was created on Facebook. It's public, right? Sure. And so, so someone just went and was looked. Was it accurate? Was it accurate? Um, or was it just created and wrong? Well, I mean, you, you can't you can't adjust the created date, right? And so yeah. I don't I don't know if that page is still up, but like in the time, this is what is said, right? Yeah. Okay, the, 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 you know these things, and so like there's a lot of things that that are weird, and like I'll talk about some things that I think that are are just super weird as far as like the fallout from this. I don't like to talk about whether or not there are kids that were you know were or were not, or there are actors and this because it's just like. You, um, I think it's okay to question and talk about things, but when you start saying things like that, you you ruin your ability to reach anyone else because sure, you just you just look crazy. <clears throat> Do you think that the people looking into conspiracies, especially on this particular one, because it is a very emotional thing, right? If if said to be true, which me, I was a hundred percent believing until actually and even now this happened <laughs> like i didn't yeah, know totally. that there was a conspiracy i'm gonna tell you that I right mean, now yeah my thing is that in order for me to i don't know somehow wrap my mind around this there <clears throat> it had to be fake because you know what i'm saying like that's that's the only way that i could wrap my mind around this to say whoa 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 whoa, whoa. yeah 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 sure it was actors and paid and nobody actually died i would just feel better if that was true and I don't know these families, and if that happened, if you're listening, like, like, I don't have any words to say. Yeah, like I, I don't, I don't buy in like myself. I, I, I know people that do. I don't buy into the fact that like I'm, I'm not a proponent of, you know, it was all fake. Sure. But, but here, here is the the real things that are that are real, um, that that are documented real that no one even talks about, um, but they're they're real. Okay. So, um. Adam Lanza was the the shooter. That's the dude. Yeah. Yeah. So when they were like presenting, you know, like eventually photos come out. Let me see what it looks like. Sure. Like a the shooter, dude. I mean this this kid looks like the craziest. You you're like, if someone was is he typical? Is he typical white crazy shooter guy? If if someone told you, hey bro, don't go to school tomorrow, that would have been this guy. Just the the weird the weird haircut, the eyes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, this is the guy that, this is the guy they said that killed everyone. Okay, he he looks he does. He so, so so far it's checking out. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, there's yeah it, this this thing gets weird. Um, they never actually actually released the photos of say like Adam's room or his house <laughs> or crime scene photos, right? Not that you want to see gore or anything like that, but. Typically, those things eventually come out about these situations. Sure. Did they claim that they have them? Oh, yeah, they have them. So here, here's this is the weird part. What um, is the conspiracy? What is well, it? this isn't even the conspiracy per se. This is just like weird tangentials to the story. All right. So they but they refuse to release the photos because the real photos would just be too much. So like with Adam's house in his room, um, it said we will we won't release the actual photos of Adam's room, but these are fake photos that look just like Adam's room, so you know what it looks like. It's like, why can't you just release the photos of the dude's room? 
Like, I don't know what's what the what the deal is there, but like, why can't you just release the photos? What is the conspiracy that they're hiding up? That they're, yeah, they're covering that, up. I don't under, like. I. <laughs> I, I don't hear a lot of people talk about that because most people that get into Sandy Hook, I don't think go past like beyond just the core of it. They believe the that Sandy Hook was fake. Most people that would say Sandy Hook was a conspiracy believe that there was no loss of life and that they were like pay, the, the parents are paid actors. And well, and the thing that uh, is, is there are multiple people that showed up like and from like a, like a parent that showed up at Sandy Hook and also showed up at like the Las Vegas shooting. And there was like all these memes of like, if you see this woman show up at your event, run. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. It's bad. Right. But they were there in those places. I feel like they do that. Like somebody just finds two well, similar. I mean, people I, I remember the stories coming out like after the Las Vegas shooting it was like this person was a Sandy Hook survivor and they were at Las Vegas. And I was like, what are the odds? It's just it's, it's, maybe they like to throw dice. It, does it actually look like it's the exact same person? It was the person, like it was the person. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, so the, yeah. So there, there's just there's weird things like that, and then like they uh, they demolished Sandy Hook, the actual elementary school. Um, Wait, they got rid of the entire school? Yeah, they demolished it. When? You can look it up. I don't I don't remember the exact year, but it because it was just it was just so emotionally tragic. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah. It's still weird. I, I'm saying, so like my, my, one of my things is just like, this is just a very weird event and the weird never stops. I just think that's weird that you would just demolish the entire school. Um, I, I remember when I watched like a video on it, I don't know, but was there like a group of kids or something like went to some dude's house or something like that? Yeah. I don't know like all the details. I know other people that like, like she knows those details like it really was well. it was something like all these kids like went to the dude's house and like <clears throat> he like didn't call the police or something yeah and he it was waited a really re- long time yeah it's really just, weird th- yeah there's just weird things that very just very weird like circumstantial things like i just i i like this thing is just so such a hot button topic like i don't throw down with like the green check of like i i believe this is a conspiracy like Okay, so it's just so it's just like too like hot button. Yeah, like, yeah. So Sandy Hook is maybe. I mean, you we could still talk. Are you still? Do you still want to go into it? No, no. I just I didn't know what the conspiracy was. So what I want to do is I, I really don't want to dive into that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Done, no, to no. Be honest with that's you. what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Hook, a, a odd one to start off with, obviously, but it just you know I had to tell the story about this. You know, it was it was uh, kind of. A big deal. Here's, at the time a, here's or a conspiracy that I want to talk about. It's not that big a deal, but I'm just kind of like, I might be in this rabbit hole. The conspiracy is this <clears throat> that the actual rapper Eminem actually died in a car crash in 2006. And the Eminem that we see right now, or that we don't see, is a. The body one that's double. not in uh, Logic's music yeah, video. So he's not in the stuff. He's not. So the the conspiracy is that he actually died in uh, 2006. That's why and, he grew a beard. Uh, well, that's why if you look at so they did a couple of analysis of like bone structure of like him at the MTV Awards when it was like his you know in 2005 2003. You can't change bone structure, right? Or you well, can, I guess. So so um, I don't know the full thing on this, but. Um, this isn't a conspiracy, but some people, but people make, you know, on YouTube, people make the weirdest videos, right? Sure. Um, if you look at like, say Joe Rogan, 
right? His his facial bone structure has changed over the years, but he's also a big proponent <coughs> of of taking human growth hormone. So there's an element of like, you know, taking all these other things that that can like over time change the structure of your face. Now, if Eminem got real got in, got real jacked and got swollen and got into all this stuff, like yeah. over time. It, it could be possible that like his bone structure changes, but there are, but, but typically that's uh, what you're saying is pretty like spot on. Like there are things like there are other things other than your fingerprints that are extremely unique only to you, like your iris or the, the structure of your ear. Sure. Like you can't change the structure of your ear mm. um, and it's unique to you. It's as, it's as, like another fingerprint. Yeah. It says, and then, you know, to get into <clears throat> another thing, you know, like those uh, Jeffrey Epstein death photos that leaked of like t- taking him out on the the gurney type deal, and the sheet was just just wasn't pulled over his face, and you, you just saw the ear. The ear doesn't match up with the other ears of the photos. Yeah, the, and it's uh, yeah, the Jeffrey Epstein is thriving and like uh, he's, he's in Cuba with Tupac. Oh, it's are they are they like friends in Tupac in in Cuba or like? They're just nah, they probably are, not. Yeah, I don't think I don't yeah, think Tupac, Tupac was trying to get out of the system. And Jeffrey Epstein is the system. Oh, okay. So there, there's another. Wo- there's like a an, another like some more drama going on in yeah. Cuba that we don't know about that we'll never know about. Yeah, because we can't go. Um, never. Yeah, dude. So it did Eminem's music like? Oh yeah. So it, go, I yeah go back. All, to, all I'm saying is is that. Eminem's music and all that kind of stuff, you know, he used to record hours and hours and hours and hours at a time. So they have a slew of, of, um, you know, music and stuff. So who, who's, who's in on it. That's releasing his music right now. Well, that's just it. I just think that because he's such a, I don't know, is this a wrong word to say? How old would he have been in 2006? Um, I don't know. I'm a guess 26. So like right here, look, here's the bone. I, I, y'all can't see it, right? Look, mm-hmm. we got bone structures. Here's the Eminem. Here's the now Eminem. Looks right? like he just lost weight. Could be. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I just think it's interesting. It's not like to me. It's not that big of a, like a difference <laughs> between. It's not like uh, what was that girl. Not Jewel, like Renee Zellweger, if you would have told me, like, you, you know, she went away for a long time and then she came back with a completely different face. If you said that was a conspiracy, I'm like, I'm in on that one because that's a new person. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So let's go into the one. That, that was just a side one. I yeah, was yeah. just, I was reading about it. I was like, did Eminem die? Yeah. Because his music has been kind of, you know, and yeah. now the lyrics are so, like, what's happening now is, is he's like, he's rapping any. The day that he tried, that he went to battle, um, what was it, Nick Cannon or something? I was like, that ain't Eminem. Eminem ain't got time for no Nick Cannon. Yeah, for real. Or like MGK maybe, but like Nick Cannon, dude, on what? Yeah, well, I was, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Eminem's not doing that. Yeah. He's sitting at the house. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to be relevant or something like that, but I'm like, no. So that was the reason why. But the other thing is, is that, um, you know, what is the biggest conspiracy that we want to talk about? Let's talk about it. Well, yeah. My, well, what I wanted to know was like, because, you know, obviously the Sandy Hook thing is up in the air or whatever. We're not going to take any hard stances on that. What I'm, is like, yeah, what is a conspiracy that you, I mean, <laughs> if you, <laughs> okay, I don't want to, what is like a conspiracy that, you know, 
You 100% believe. No, you believe. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that you wholeheartedly believe. Like, you think this is, that's that's the truth. There's two things that I want to talk about. One of them. I love how you're setting this up right now. Is we we can go this way (laughs) and talk about, like, the hardcore one that, like, I I buy into that I I will tell you, tell a strength. I would tell anyone to their face that that, that's something else going on there. And the, and the other one is fun. There's and it's, it's I want to hear it's, both it, and it's crazy and it's weird but like it's very both. cool too. Okay, so the one that I totally buy into is the fact that Lee Harvey Oswald did not kill JFK. Okay, okay, let's yeah. talk about that. I'm okay. into it. Okay, so I think in a lot of ways, um, there's a lot of really weird parallels here. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald, which one? Okay, so. Lee Harvey Oswald was not a good guy. Um, he uh, he beat his he so he 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 beat his wife. He okay. Lee Harvey Oswald was a kid that just wanted to fit in. All right, mm. follower. Huh? He did, and he knew you know he wanted to be a spy, like because you know like being a spy is sexy. Okay, it's the late fifties. You know, you got this Cold War thing brewing or just what it's just it's a post World War Two society. There's just all this stuff. Right. We can't really. I mean, I was born in 83. So I have I really have no frame of reference for what it's like to live in that political cultural climate other than just like what I read in books and stuff. Right. So Lee Harvey Oswald, he wanted to be a spy and he volunteered um, they go, basically he said, oh, they told him, oh, you want to be a spy? <laughs> okay, kid. Um, why don't you go to Russia? So like there is this deal cause it's, it's public record knowledge. Lee Harvey Oswald spent time in Russia, right? The story <laughs> is that he would, that he would, he wanted to defect to Russia. Right, and he actually went and lived, I think, like three years. And defecting is like going there and he's, just he's like, saying like betraying I, your country. He's like, I no longer want to be an American. Okay. I want to be a Russian citizen. That would be like yeah, defect, yeah. right? Okay, okay, okay. So he goes to the uh, the consul. Basically, he, he has to sneak his way from, from the United States through Britain. I forget the exact country that he had to connect with. Um, but he couldn't just go through like the main way. He kind of had to go through the back channels of these different consulates. Do, he, do you he, know why he had to do that? Well, because it's just like, it's too just on the nose of just like, here's a military dude wanting to defect. Like he just can't go to the biggest embassy. I you see. Go to the small things. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So Moscow was on the very Western side. You know, R- Russia's a massive country. Right. Moscow's on the very Western edge of Russia, like next to Europe. So he, he finally gets to Moscow and he gets to like you know a consulate embassy thing there, and they're like, uh, "Whatever this is, we want no part of it. You're so we don't know what the CIA is trying to do, but we don't want your you know we don't want your little skinny butt um, coming to Russia." And so he's like dejected. So like, I, I'm not a, a sympathizer of Lee Harvey Oswald. I've just tried to at the same time understand what was going on in this process, right? Sure. So he's he's uh he's looking for meaning to his life and he goes, If I can if I can serve my country as a spy, this will give my life meaning. Sure. Right? And so then cause, you know, like, you know, uh single mom, like his his mom was single, he didn't have his dad, and so there's just all sorts of emotions and identity and just looking for a place to call his, right? Right. So so Russia rejects him, but then... Well, he, he was monitored by the KGB. Mm, yeah, totally, yeah, and because then, he showed up saying, I want to defect. And he was also, yeah, he was also 
um, discharged. Well, he was discharged honorable, but it got switched to undesirable in 1962. Yeah. Discharged. Yeah. How does that change? It's well, weird. yeah. Anyway, so, keep going. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he stays in Russia, I think, for three years. And at that time, he married a woman named Marina. Um, she thought that he was an actual Russian. So at some point, his Russian became so good that he passed as Russian. His wife didn't know he was American until like thereafter they were married. Um, so then they come back to the States. And they have a daughter at that time. Yes. Um, they also He also said that after he comes back to the States, um, he tried to... The theory is that he tried to, to shoot and kill General, a, a gen, General uh, Walker. Yeah. Is that is that any validity there? Um, I personally don't buy into that. Um, he uh, was also denied uh, denied to go to Cuba and the USSR at that time. I guess now Russia, but it was USSR yeah, at the time. Yeah, so he's on the radar. And so uh, without getting into like... But he was able to get a job at the Texas School Book Depository. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so without getting into like all the like the finer details, because like people talk about you know his, um, you know Cubans for like the, the Castro deal and his stuff that he was involved with in in, in Miami, um, he spent time in New Orleans as well. Um, so the 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 thing so to get into the things that like that stand out like why I why I don't believe that he shot JFK or you know President Kennedy. Um, Everyone that he actually befriended or actually everyone that befriended him mm-hmm. turned out to be CIA like afterwards. So, so dude, his, all he had was fake friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So dude, what a loser. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just um, kidding. There was really. a, uh, there is a man that befriended him. His name was George DeMorant Shield. Um, he was a oil dude, and he was actually a family friends with uh, Jackie Onassis fam- yep. family. He was an older guy, oil guy. Well, because of how history went, because the people that were involved in the assassination were also involved in Watergate, uh, CIA assassins that were involved. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff got brought up again in Watergate like 10 years later, like 10, 12 years later. And so George DeMorantshill was actually testifying because of all this, uh, during during like the time of the Watergate stuff, there was this deal called the Committee for Assassinations, because um, lots of people were getting popped off in the sixties and seventies. Like political sure. assassinations were th- like a real thing. So George DeMorantschild said, he says, I would not have made contact with uh, with with Oswald if I did not have permission. So he was told. So DeMorantschild was Oswald's handler. Right. Right. So and then um, there were other people that lived. I forget their last names, but they lived in Garland and I've literally seen the old house. And it's like it's an empty house. That was kind of freaked me out to this day. Is there still there now? Yeah, it's still there. It's just in an old like uh, I think they live. I think it's in Irving. Um, I forget the couple's last name, but it's just a house in a just old like, you know, 50s suburban uh, neighborhood that's still there. But the house was empty, and it kind of weirded me out. And I was like, there's no way it's still empty after all these years. Like, I'm sure it's not the case, but it just happened to be empty the day I saw it. But it's like, but you, you read these things, and oh, okay, such and such couple, they lived at this address. And I was like, you know, I had a lot of free time at a point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, let's go check this out. Like, I just I just happened to be living in the city. All right? I, lived in, I lived in Oak Cliff forever. So when I lived in Dallas, I lived in Oak Cliff. And I actually lived right behind the house where 
one of the places where Oswald lived, like a legit lived behind his house. Nice. So like I just, so because of all these things that just kind of like came together for me, mm-hmm. I just got into it. And I was just like, are you telling me Lee Harvey Oswald lived right there? Like he lived in a, in a basement room in his house. And I was just like, yeah, like that's wild. Right there in Oak Cliff. And then the place where that, that was a boarding room where he lived or a boarding house where he, where he rented a room. And then right at uh, Zang and Davis, it's all like super modern now. There's a, <coughs> there's a CVS there and there's new like apartments, bougie apartments. Well, like they tore down an apartment complex um, but that apartment complex he tore down is where he lived with his wife, Marina and their daughter. It's, it's, it's fascinating. So, um, largely because of like, like the DeMorant Shill testimony that he said that he couldn't have, um, you know, he would not have made contact with Oswald if he didn't have permission to. And then all like the family, like the, the couple friends that him and Marina had, they were CIA, like everyone that was important in Oswald's life turned out to be CIA afterwards. Um, and so, okay, so here's this other thing. There's a woman named um, Judith Very Baker, and um, I've actually, I'm not just going to say, like, I'm, I'm definitely not good friends with her, but at, but at an early, like, a few years ago, I had befriended her, on, like, on Facebook. Sure. And, and I helped her with her Facebook and Instagram stuff. So she was, um, like, Oswald's lover when he did time in New Orleans. And she carried a flame, she carries a flame for him, like, she's not in that great health right now. She carries a flame for him to this day and defends like his his innocence, and she has this sure. whole other like set of dude. I feel like we're getting an ins like dude, this is this is a scoop for the for the snack pack. Dude. That's cr- you wait, so you legit befriended yeah uh yeah somebody with, that with Brandon the goes very, in dude the very like the very first thing that ever even struck the idea of like conspiracies or you know government's conspiracies. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, that, that's what JFK did. And you befriended the the source, the well, putting it in quotes, the perpetrator. Yeah, yeah Lee Harvey Oswald's lover. Yeah, I mean the perpetrator's <laughs> lover. Yeah, it is. yeah, on Facebook. Yeah, she talk about a session, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get to the bottom of this. Well, no, I'm just you know, kidding. because well, because of my my background in Facebook marketing and building pages, she was she. I saw her saying like, "Oh yeah, Facebook's trying to do this and me and this and blah blah blah." I was like, "Well, actually, I think if you do do." you know, do X, Y, Z things, it would, it would get better. It's just like, Oh, actually I'm going to pause there because this brings up a valid point. This is totally separate, but I'm going to do a little bit of like, there's a learning sesh that just happened. (laughs) If you're trying to connect to somebody, no matter who it is, if you provide them some form of actual value, that is the key to get the connection. Yeah. Cause I mean, it was, she had a problem. Mm -hmm. You helped her out and solved it. Which stirred up a relationship, yeah. right? Yeah, mine. I'm not going to say like we became like best friends yeah, or anything yeah, like that. A, a but relationship. You, so but she did, trusted me to help her with these things, and I helped her. And it was just like, did you ever ask her no. any questions? No, because we, it never got to a point where it was like super personal. <laughs> dude, <laughs> I just want, dude, just just hit her up right now on this on the show. Is me. she still here? With us? Uh, yes. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you can't miss out on this opportunity. Call her up, dude. Put her on the show right now. <laughs> Bro, I mean. The that, snack pack that deserves be, this. That would be really lit. An exclusive interview with Lee Harvey Oswald's lover. If you could set that up, uh, this thing taking off. <laughs> 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 I'd be like, dude, y'all, I mean, 
That would be lit for real, though. You should hit her. Wait, are you actually going? Yeah, I'm going to my messages. So here, here's uh, you hitting her up now, though? Judith Baker. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a while, so I'm, I I haven't even like looked at these. I, like, up, I, haven't, I haven't thought about this thing. You should be like, in hey, a couple years. thinking dude. about you. Hope everything's good. Hey, can we talk about this thing? Dude. <laughs> Is she uh dude, see if dude, see if she'll come up to the office for an interview. I don't know where she lives. Okay. Either way. This, it's it's not like she's in the Metroplex. This is just a cool connection that could maybe something so could happen. Fast forward. So we got real deep. So you don't. So in order for Oswald to actually have done it, right? Here's okay, where yeah. here's where I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Because in order for this to actually have happened, you had to have like a one in a billion chance opportunity for this to work. Yeah. The three separate whatever, they acted alone and the angles and how the wind was and the motor carriage was and all the people that were there. You literally had to have been like a dead shot. Like it is yeah, the 100th of a million chances and you fired the shot that... Hurt was what was it that what, what was the phrase in the the market was, was, that magic. was around the world or something like that like no, that that's the that, revolutionary yeah I'm about to say isn't that like Lexington or yeah. something? I don't yeah. know it was you it was you, he uh, fired okay. the shot right he yeah, fired the, the shot the, the magic bullet though yeah the magic bullet <laughs> back and to the left like it it curved or something is what they is what well, they were claiming dude, have yeah, you never seen the movie Wanted dude yeah that. yeah because <laughs> the bullet would have had to go in uh, if he shot from the back. You know, we've had to go in, um, like Kennedy's like back, and then well, it went through go, the it went through the, oh, yeah, uh, the went governor. Through, yeah, it went through the yeah the governor of Texas, Jim yeah, Jim Connolly, because it went Jim, through his back. Yeah, Don't it had to me. turn and stop no in midair. Um, so it had well, to because it got hit with. I'm looking here. Yeah, it had to have well, gone because yeah. he survived. He actually survived that, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it went through bone. The thing, the other, the the thing that's like, well, okay, for one thing, a bullet can do very weird things inside a body. Right? It can, yes. So, but the reason why this is uh, mad sus is that when uh, Connolly was in the hospital, the bullet just happened to fall out of his body onto the gurney, and it was pristine. That's why people. That's why people call into question the entire that that mini narrative, and that's why it's called the magic bullet. So not only did it do all these weird things, you know, and stop for half a second and turn ninety degrees and do and go back into someone's body and come out, it fell out of Connolly's body, um, perfect and pristine. So that's why it's called the pristine or the magic bullet, um, not because it did all of these um, acrobatics. But because the the state in which it, it, it was when it was found, dang, dude. and so that's that's why it's like how does that that's that's just not possible. Yeah, it's like you know a nose cone of a an aluminum nose cone of an airplane staying intact as it flies through a steel building. Okay, yeah, dude, <laughs> I can make that connection. I can make that connection, dude. And so there's just, um, yeah. So, like, uh, Judith Baker, she contends that Oswald knew that he was being set up uh, to do this thing because, you know, he wanted to be involved. Like, he volunteered, like, not a good, like, I'm not, I don't think Oswald was a good guy. He just had, but he was a patsy. Um, and he's not guilty of the crime of which he's been accused. He's actually on record saying that he was. Yeah, immediately, yeah. So, they arrested him. He said, I'm a patsy, I'm a patsy. And 
What does it? What does a patsy so mean? A patsy is just just means that you were set up to be the fall guy for something. Like you're the fall guy. You're the fall guy. You didn't do it, but they made it look like you did it to blame you, and the real guy gets away. I believe. Who I, do you? I think, believe him. Then who do you think that all, all I had to it. see, all I have to see in the history books was him saying I'm patsy. I believe it. Who do you think did it? If he didn't do it, somebody I, did. Based okay. on the angle, who did it? Excuse me. Okay, so and there's no way he acted alone. For the record. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way he acted alone. And here, and so here's the deal. Here's the the reason why it came back up in the the Watergate hearing. So there is a man. Um, his name is E. Ha- e. Howard Hunt. He's like what like Tom Cruise, the Ethan Hunt. Like that's what his name is based off of. He was like the hitman assassin spy, right? Um, he said he has a son named Saint John. Is his first, his name is first name. <coughs> uh, his name is Saint John Hunt. Um. E. Howard Hunt died. Let's just say the mid two thousands. Um, he's been he's, he's passed. He's been gone for a while. Deathbed confession, which from my understanding is admissible in court as accurate, um, like that type of a situation. He made a recording. He he confessed to his son Saint John on his deathbed. He was sick, dying with cancer. Um, what his role was in the Kennedy assassination. And this audio is on YouTube. Now, he recorded it at one point because he thought he was going to die. Um, and he told his son, don't release this until I die. And then he kept, and then he lived for like four or five more years. And so he had, St. John had to hold on to that for, you know, a few years longer. But when his, when his father passed, he released the information. Basically, E. Howard Hunt is saying, he, he calls the event, or he calls the assassination the event. And he says that I was, uh, basically, he's like, I was backup in case the other people like felt like didn't follow through. Um, there was, there was a dry run in Miami. Um, when they were, they, they, they t- it talks about they had a dry run for the assassination in Miami. Um, and then when it came time for the event in Dallas, um, you know, he was, he was running point. Like he was, he was overseeing the event. And then, but then also he was back up if the other assassins like failed. Yeah, I think he said there was like three, at least like three separate gunmen, that were all cued to, like from different p- perches to shoot, um, because the, even audio from like open mics of like police recordings, and you know if they take that audio today um, and analyze it with today's technology, they can. I think they hear like maybe something like five or seven different guns firing that are all timed on top of each other. I'm not an audio person. I don't know how to figure that stuff out ever, but that's what they say. Um, and so all these things are also conveniently slipped away because it just destroys the narrative of the lone crazy gunman. So, so Howard Hunt said basically, um, there is like, basically it was because this is set up in a lot of different ways because it's set up also to where no one's ever going to know the full truth because everyone thinks that they have the truth, whether it was the Cubans or it was the Chicago mafia, because the other thing is, Kennedy was put into office because of the Chicago mob because of his dad Joe Kennedy was a mobster and he they cut they cut deals with the mob and it was like politics in America has just always been bad. Um, huh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, so anyway so like there there is audio of that to wrap up that deal like E Howard Hunt um, confessed to like playing like a major role and spelled out and filled in a lot of the gaps. And the assassination story. So, like, I don't know who, like, you know, pulled the trigger, but um, E. Howard Hunt 
um, admitted to having like organized the event. Um, so, and, that, and that's that audio. It's, it's an amazing time to be a human being because that audio is on YouTube. <laughs> you just think it about up. it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah. So, if this was 1983, right, the year I was born, this wasn't possible. No oh, yeah, one, no yeah. one knew about like that. That tape wasn't even recorded. So, but now we're at a point where most of these people that have that were have participated, they're dead, and their secrets are just waiting to come out. Sure, it's crazy. Yeah, I love it. The, I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, I got another I theory. I love it. I got another conspiracy. I want to talk about the last one. Well, you know, Brandon said that he. Oh, had he had a, another one. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it like a a long one or no? It's I mean, it you can I. You can go deep, but it starts getting weird when you go deep, and then you lose people, and then it's just and it, and it gets into the it's this is all like fun stuff to talk about, okay. but it but it's like it's just, really going to be a head scratcher though. Yeah, right, just go. go, just give us like the five minute. Okay, you know. all right. Did you know that the movie Back to the Future may have predicted nine eleven? That is the best segue ever because <laughs> your boy wanted to talk about 9-11. <laughs> Why do you say that? What's the, what's the stuff? Okay. All right. So the setup of Back to the Future, right, is with a minor terrorist attack in the middle of the night. Yeah, it is. Right? You yes. have the, you have the van. Yeah, you have the van. The Libyans, right? And they're coming and they're shooting a missile. I've and never and seen it. Well, they're they're Have AKs. Never seen? They shoot AKs. Yeah, they shoot AKs, and he fired that someone has a missile, like a bazooka. I think a rocket launcher. So, yeah. Anyway, I remember the um, AKs. So when you when you watch the setup of the scene, right? Um, they go into a mall. It's a it's a mall parking lot in the middle of the night. Yes. The mall is called the Twin Pines Mall. Okay, so Twin is in, and it's visually represented. Two pines, tall, skinny trees, looks like two towers. Yes. Okay, the time that he gets there is at 1.19 a.m., right? Which would be backwards, would be 9.11. Oh, my gosh. Okay, keep going. <laughs> okay, so trying to get this all right in my head. Um, that, that's like the large, like the premise of it, right? And then there is an event, you know, when he Sorry. comes back because, because we know we've all, you know, the second and third movies there, there's a, a little pocket universe time loop that's created. Yes. And then when he comes back at the end of the movie, um, that the twin pines turns into the lone pine mall because when he goes back one, he knocks down a tree, he knocks down a tower, the car hits the tower. And so now it's just one, oh right? My gosh. But then also, um, the Freedom Tower has replaced the Twin Towers, so you have one tower replacing the two that exists today, right? And there's the, and then it get, then it goes into just small little things like um, when Doc Brown shows when, he, when he's getting into the DeLorean and he's showing the the, the stopwatches that they have the same time, they both say uh, like one nineteen, right? So like, it, and again, it just it just reiterates the nine eleven uh, like coding, so. Um, Okay, there, there's two other parts here. So, like, in, so then, so that, that's, like, kind of largely, like, the setup. Um, there's this whole, like, this whole idea of, like, you have to save the clock tower, and, and then Marty's trying to warn Doc Brown about a, an event that's going to happen 30 years in the future, right? Where in, when a tower, the clock, because it's all the, the language of the film, right? You're not, not making any of this up. The language of the film, save the clock tower. The tower was struck, Right, 
And so Marty's trying to warn Doc Brown about this event, and then which ultimately ends in his death because he saw he saw him die, right? Right. Um, and that that's just you know it's 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 a it's a weird loop, it's a time loop. So save the tower. He's trying to, and then he's trying, and th- and this plays into it, right? And it's all about the movie is setting up that uh, that line that that power like that that electrical line that that metal line that runs to divert the electricity right from striking the clock tower to yeah. be able to send them back in time. Right. So that that's important. Um, so we, so what, what actually drives us home more is in, we'll, and we'll come back to that part, but then you go into back to the future part two, when there's the alternate to that, there's the 2015, right? So he goes 30 years into the future to 2015 in the film. Yes. Right. So he goes to his family's house, right. And, and like, there's nothing on there's there's things on the service, but like you have to know what you're looking for. Or you have to kind of like start looking at things, but everything is there. So they actually have a video screen, like a like a like a, a shade, like you know you pull down like a just a, like a shade, <coughs> shade that over the window. Yes, that's a video screen in in their house, right? Right, and it happens to be showing two pines. Okay, and it's just, and it's there. And then at some point, someone that's like their TV. Someone changes the channel, and it turns to the Twin Towers. Okay, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is the setup. So you have the pines that turn to the Twin Towers. So that establishes the fact that the the Twin Pines are do represent on some level, um, the Twin Towers. Right. And then you have his uncle who has some sort of weird back issue. Like he can't stand upright. But he's he's floating in on some futuristic device that helps him with his back. So he's so he's the only character in the room that's upside down, right? And this is important. Yes. Okay. So do you remember this? If you, I do remember okay, that. So yep. he floats in. And it's like okay, whatever, right? It doesn't mean anything because no one's watching the movie on this level. But then they're done watching TV, right? And but they're all looking at the TV and they turn it off, right? But when this TV turns off, the screen goes up. So from the perspective of the the uncle who is upside down this the towers don't go up the towers go down <laughs> Dude. right hey, who better who better to uh putting this in quotes predict the 911 than somebody that wrote a movie about time travel so these are all things that are adding up right and then right. and then I'll, I'll, um so there's another so there's there's the other element here in okay um, in 2015, when this take, when the back to the future part two takes place and remember right. in real life, 2015, right. Five years ago, it was a big deal because this is back to the future day. This is the day, you know, October 15th, whatever, 2015. This is the, the day in the future I remember, yeah, that yeah. Marty McFly went to. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now the director of the back to the future trilogy, his name is Robert Zemeckis. He's, he's made a lot of other really great films that I hold de- near and dear to my heart. Yes. Um, he he actually released a new film on that day, and it is a film called the the Walk, okay, starring Joseph Gordon Levitt, who is in the whole film is about um, the man in the seventies that rigged a wire between the two towers, and he like you know he did a tightrope walk between the two towers. Yes, I know exactly what movie you're talking about, right? And so Robert Zemeckis released a movie about the Twin Towers on the date from Back to the Future 
that's, you know, meta predicting the twin, you know, 9-11, okay? Yeah. And, and that's why I say, you know, Marty McFly, Doc Brown has to rig the wire that got rigged between the two towers in 2015. Right. Okay, so these things connect. And then when Marty comes back, so in, in part two or part three, or like not part three is the Western, but in two, when he comes back from the future because there's two of him and he's in disguise, he's yeah. wearing a black jacket, black shirt, red, red T-shirt, right? What is Joseph Gordon-Levitt is wearing the exact same costume in the tower when he's when or in the walk when he's walking across and so and then when marty comes running back down because he, oh, he he goes and he's okay he went back and then he comes running back down and he's, he's like doc 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 you know you know when he comes yeah, back he comes back he's wearing those clothes and then the the camera zooms out and he, like the uh, i don't know like whatever that that the crane shot that pulls up and there's a there's some like theater on the left hand oh there's a hotel Right. And there's there's a nine. Right. Um, it's it's a neon sign. It's a nine. You see the flaming. Uh, the the tower, like just the wire that's on fire yeah. from uh, well, the wheels are on fire. Yeah. The wheels are on fire. And he, and he leaves like fire trails, which so, is a one. Yeah. Two ones. Two ones. So when the camera zooms out, you literally see a nine eleven and the, and the flame and the and the towers are on fire. And Marty comes running oh back. Oh, my gosh. So. Yes, it's circumstantial, and this is this is to me this is the most fun thing to talk about because, um, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. There's more I can say, but it kind of gets it gets a little deeper, and I don't want to lose people because I think this is probably deep enough. We'll, we'll talk about it uh, off, off. We can air. talk about it. In the, oh, yeah, for we, sure. Yeah, we can talk about it offline. We can talk about it in the uh, in the uh, the bonus features that uh, you know <laughs> um, that we don't have. Totally. Yeah. Dude. Okay. So the only other thing is that. Obviously, like one of the, what, what do you think one of the first questions would be if I, if, you know, you're hearing this for the first time. Yes. So what's one of the questions you would have about like how this, how, I mean, how was it not just a coincidence? Exactly. Right. That would be my first question. Like, yeah, that's a great way to go into it. Right. And it's a lot of coincidences. Yeah. But like, what? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. it's just so much. Yeah. You know, I'm with you. And I do not believe that these things mean Robert Zemeckis knew what was happening. I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, but what I do think is the interesting part is that, okay, 9-11, so there's this, and then there's a kind of like a, a theory, like, I don't know, like a philosophy of understanding things. 9-11 was like the most visually watched event in human history. So when you deal with things as far as like consciousness or, you know, that's, or another word is just spiritually, you have all of this energy, everyone focusing on one major thing, right? Um, so some people will talk about time in the sense of it's, if you, if you were, uh, if it was a pond or a lake, right? And this, you know, the center of the pond is the future. Yeah. And if you were to throw a pebble, and, you know, and it's like that the lake is the world's timeline future. If you threw a pebble into that lake, into the center of the lake, and it would create a ripple. Yes, like, the ripple effect. The ripple wouldn't hit you, right? And let's just say, like, okay, that was that was you, like, you know, or, uh, you know, like losing a job when you were 15. Like, that's a pebble in the, in the grand scheme of things. Like, it right. didn't affect anyone, right? Sure. So, but if you take 9-11, right, and say, like, a jumbo liner, 
and throw that into the middle of the lake, well, you're going to have massive waves coming through. So the idea... Well, I mean, if you threw a jumbo liner in there, it would just disintegrate and be 100% uh, gone based on the heat. Nope. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, Sorry. The, the, the waves it would create would be like some sort of like emotional premonition, like inclination of something happening that would affect you before it happened, right? Yeah. Right. So that's the idea that this thing was so massive that it was creating ripples through time that those in tune with their artistic side were, you know, were allowed or, or just happened to create things that foreshadowed these things. Right. Makes so, sense. So that's the idea. Um, I think it's one of the funnest things to talk about though. I mean, I enjoyed it. I hope everyone else did. Uh, that is the, um, hey. the two, <laughs> that was fun. Did I you have fun? I, uh, I definitely want to have another conspiracy episode. All day. Nice. Brandon Stewart. That was it. fun. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I say this. I'm going to say it again. We so much appreciate the reviews and the comments. We look at it and even the suggestions. Yeah. Hey, and one more thing. Yeah. Uh, just before we go, I do want like... I kind of want people that, you know, because obviously I know my friends listen to this. My mom does. My dad does. Yeah, shout out. I want to know who listens to the show that doesn't necessarily know me at all. So, me too. So uh, I know that that, that intro is going. That outro is going. Anyway, so if you just hit me up on my social media and let me know if you like the show or not. Okay. Absolutely. And remember. In my truck. Tag your boy. I'm